This is In So Many Words to Podcast, episode 38 for the week of July 16th, 2017. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of In So Many Words, the podcast, where we talk about life, the universe, and everything else. I am Coleman, a.k.a. Chrono Lucas. Uh, over there, we have Jessica, a.k.a. Sweet Maui. Hello. My mouth is full of jello. <laughs> Stuffing our mouth with uh, jello shots. Uh, <laughs> so, so what's up, man? Hold on. Let me finish chewing. Oh, my gosh. This is such a bad idea. <laughs> I don't even like Jello, but it has alcohol in it. All right, so let me just. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is horrible. Mm. All right, so I have a huge pan of Jello shots sitting in my fridge that are a week old. My friend threw a beach party last weekend. And he asked me to make the jello shots. So he brought over the alcohol and all the supplies to make these jello shots. So I made them for him. And I guess he forgot about it. So I have had a week, I've had enough jello shots to feed 200 people in my fridge. And I have been trying, I've been giving them away. I had people come over and they are there. I have a bowl. I look, come on, do you, you guys can't see this, but this is like maybe 15 to 20 jello shots in this bowl. And my pan is still filled. And I'm trying to not waste alcohol because that is a crime against humanity. So I'm going to make sure not to like talk while I'm eating it because that was just horrible. So while you're talking, I'm going to be slurping down some jello shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but no. So let me tell you about my week so we can get into the show. My week has been brutal. I couldn't eat the jello shots during the week because for some reason I had this really annoying pain in my stomach, like the navel part. So I've had a pretty horrible week in regards to my body. My body was turning on me and now I feel better. I've had to take like old people medicine and all of this stuff to like help with my issues and they haven't really helped, but maybe this jello will. So yeah, my week has been good, and now all I am trying to do is finish a huge pan of freaking Jello shots. <laughs> Yikes! You could have came over. I invited you over to help me. Coleman has never had a Jello shot before, and his friend has a whole pan full. And you would think he would come over so you can take like you know a garbage bag worth of Jello shots home to you in April. But no, you don't. <laughs> you no. Nah. Because <laughs> they're, oh, everyone's like, everyone now, are, they're saying, no, I didn't know Jello could go bad. But everyone's like, no, I don't want the Jello. It's been in there for over a week now. It's bad. Such a weird uh, <laughs> food, you know? I don't like Jello. I don't like how squishy it is. <laughs> I don't either. And it, like, I remember being a kid, jello. like, it was okay, but. It was okay as a kid, but now it's an adult. But look, these these are good. Look at it. Mm-hmm. This is good, and I sprayed the 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 containers with cooking spray, so the Jello will not stick. It just slides right onto your mouth. That's a trick if you're ever making Jello shots. If you have not heard this before, spray the cups with cooking spray, and then put the Jello in, and then the Jello will not get stuck. And you have to worry about using your fingers. Look, a little pro tip right there. Up. Oh. 
How how was your week? Um, it was okay. Um, I got a PlayStation VR this week, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, came in the mail on Tuesday, so we've been having a grand old time with that. Like mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Like if you if you don't have one and you're on the fence about it, I say just pull the trigger mm. and get it. I say try someone else's out. I've known people who bought it and they get bored with it like after a month. Well, I mean you gotta uh keep I mean, it's not something is it something I mean it just depends on what you get with it. Like there are some games that are like just really short and just for like showing off to people when they come over your house and then there are like actual full games that you can play. Um like, I have Resident Evil for it, and it's a full game that you can play with the headset, and it's cool, but it's uh, a little bit too intense. Um, <laughs> You're a chicken. Hey, I mean, it, it's it's really scary, Like, and, it, and I know it's not just me, because my brother and his friend came over a couple of nights ago, and they tried it out, and they couldn't even finish the, the demo of it, because it was it's just too much, like... You guys are chickens. <laughs> uh, you, you, come over, you come over and try it out, and... and Heart attack. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you really feel like you're there, like you're you're sitting in this chair and like. Well, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but. Mm. Hmm. Which leads us into our first topic about uh, spoilers. <laughs> you know, are they good or are they bad? You know, uh, can can being spoiled ruin something? <laughs> Or does it change your experience to, as compared to if you hadn't known what the spoiler was and you were watching something for the first time, watching, reading, whatever? Okay. I'll let you know. I freaking hate spoilers. Game of Thrones is coming on tonight. And people are putting out articles that have spoilers in it. And it is driving me mad. First of all, spoilers ruin The whole experience. If you know someone's about to die, your heart is not going to feel that pain when they do die. You want to feel the pain, Coleman. You want to feel the pain. Do you not? Coleman Coleman believes in spoilers. Coleman is a guy who will research what happens at the end of the book instead of just going through and enjoying the ride. No, not necessarily. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I don't, I don't believe, like, if somebody doesn't want to be spoiled on something, I respect that. And usually if I'm watching something, if I'm, if I'm watching something with somebody that hasn't seen it already and they don't know what's going to happen, like, they try to get me to spoil it for them and I refuse because I want them to have, like, that genuine, it's, and it's weird because I want other people to have, like, that genuine emotional connection to a story and a reaction to, like, uh, stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. But I don't care so much about that for myself because it's just like, you know. That, like I like I read this I read the plot summary for the Wonder Woman movie because I wanted to know if it was going to be good. Mm-mm. And after I read it, I didn't want to see it anymore. Or I, I I didn't feel the need to see it anymore because it was just like, eh, you know. Did you I know what happens? Hmm? Did you still go see it though? Yeah, I still went to see it, but I mean, it was just like, eh, you know. So and I feel you... like I would I would have had the same reaction even if I didn't read the spoiler. No, like, I you like, would yeah, not have. It. That's the whole thing. Spoil. Because the, the Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman no. movie is just the, no. a retelling of the animated movie that they made a no. couple of years ago. So it's just it's the no. same. No, 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 no. When you're watching a show or a movie, you're not supposed to know everything that happens. 
That's like that's like watching. It's like basically doing a rerun. And we've talked about this on the show before. I hate reruns. I hate knowing what's already going to happen. And that's why you didn't properly enjoy the Wonder Woman movie because it got rave reviews. Everyone says it was so good, but here's Coleman. Eh, because you already knew what was going to happen. Don't tell yeah, me but what happened. Even, even if I had seen it without the spoilers, I would have felt the same. Like, I spoiled Batman vs. Superman even before I saw it. So I already knew I was going to be dis- disappointed. So even if I didn't read the spoilers, I still would have saw the same movie and walked out feeling just as disappointed. This just as... In fact, I would have been even more disappointed because it would have been a surprise to me that they, you know, made the choices that they made. Mm-hmm. No. But I don't know. It's spo- spoilers, uh... No. Spoilers can ruin relationships. I have an example of that. So this... So... I am a huge Game of Thrones fan. You know this, Coleman. I like how you guys have been tagging me on Facebook all the Game of Thrones stuff. I love every single second of it. But, um... So on Friday... Uh, one of my friends, his friend is from a different country, and her country is okay to spoil stuff. So she sent him in a text, not even telling him, oh, this is going to be a spoiler. She told him something major that's happening in this season of Game of Thrones. And you know what he does? He wants someone else to feel the pain he felt. So he tried to share with me, and I told him I was going to block him until the end of the season. And I was not joking. I will stop being his friend until Game of Thrones is over because I don't want to know. And he may, you can't even talk. You can't even talk about the show because it may slip out. And then if it slips out, then my whole freaking life is ruined because I hate spoilers. And I spoiled something from the, I spoiled when that boy died and I didn't feel the same pain because I was just waiting. I was watching the whole show waiting for him to die instead of just enjoying the moments. And then unexpectedly, he dies. Do you get what I mean, Coleman? You're being very quiet. I get it. I mean, I just, and I, I understand it. And I'm not saying it's wrong to feel that way. I'm just saying, like, me personally, like, it doesn't ruin it. Uh, I mean, there are some things that I did. The only time spoiling something, like, ruined something for me was for this game called Super Smash Brothers. And, like, the year up to the game coming out, like, every week, the game's creators would, like, update the website with more and more stuff about the game, even, like, the characters that were going to be in it. Um, because for those of you that don't play fighting games, like, you, they normally start you out with, like, if a fighting game has 25 characters to use in it, you only have five at the start and you have to unlock the rest mm-hmm. through various means. So, but if you, if you check the website every week, you would have known all the characters in the game, like, surprise or secret or not. And I checked every week, so by the time the game came out, it was just like, you know, I mean, it was still fun to play, but it was just like, man, it would have, it would have been better. If I didn't know who I was unlocking already, because now it's just like, yeah, you know, I know all the characters in the game. So it's not even enough motivation to go through all the trouble yeah. of getting everybody because you just know, like, eh, it's just going to get this person. So is it worth doing this challenge? Like, so that that ruined it for me. But outside of that, no. No. You know who I think you are? I think you're the kid that during Christmas time finds his presents, opens them to see which one they are, and then rewrap them. That takes away all the fun on Christmas. I did that before, too. I you, did that once, and I got caught. Why would you do that? That takes a... So, oh, so did you enjoy doing that? Was Christmas still fun for you? It was fun, so my parents found out that I did it, because they were like, this gift isn't how we wrapped it. We saw it like, <laughs> call me, did you open this gift? Because I had, I had unwrapped it, I had took it out the box and played with it and everything, <gasps> and put it back in the box, and tried to wrap it up again. So, I mean, that... And then my parents were like, well, you can't, you can't have this now. 
like taking back to the store. And I never opened gifts before. I should have ever again. And not because you didn't want to ruin the surprise, but because you would end up losing a toy ultimately. How are you? You're a freak of nature. Like, who the heck? I understand the thirst behind wanting to know what happens or what you're going to get, but it takes Mm -hmm. away, like, you don't like being surprised? I mean, I do, so you gotta go out of your way to surprise me. Like, because you're always looking for, you're always looking for what it is. (laughs) So if somebody, I mean, if somebody wanted to plan a surprise birthday party for me, like, they would have to really try because I'll find out. I'll go through files. I'll go through wherever I got to go to. I'm going to find out what you're up to. I know the best way to plan a surprise birthday for party for you. It's a habit when it's not on your freaking birthday. Like, right now would be a perfect time. <laughs> surprise! It's your surprise birthday party. Nah, you got you to gotta go for the gold. You got to have the surprise party, like, around the time of my birthday. No, you have to do it months later. It's your half birthday. <laughs> Actually, it probably wouldn't be that hard to give me a surprise birthday party. So, I mean, she would just have to just be like... Yeah, we got to go to my parents' house, and we got to go here for this thing. And I would be mad about it. And then when we get there, and people just would be like surprised. And I'd be like, "Oh, because I'm not expecting a surprise party anytime soon." Yes, you are. You every single year you're expecting a surprise party. Yeah, but you it are. It never happens. I, <laughs> if, if somebody like if somebody was to do it next year, like I probably would be surprised. But I'm not expecting. <laughs> you expect it every year. I remember you thought your parents were throwing your surprise party. They didn't. No, but uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, it it it's cool to be surprised, but it's not the worst thing in the world if I'm not surprised. Like, I don't care if, if you can get me something cool for like Christmas or my birthday and just surprise me, then that's great. What? But if I know what I'm getting, then it's just like I can't wait to get this. No. Okay, what's something that you really want? What's what's something like a gift? What's something that you really want? I don't know, uh, a trip to Japan. Okay, let's say it's Christmas, Mm -hmm. and you don't know you're getting this trip, and you just unwrap it, and it's freaking plane tickets to go, hotel, say, all of that. You know your heart... I would be shocked. It would be awesome. Yeah, now, now, okay, see, you'll be shocked. You'll probably start crying, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You'll probably pee your pants, jump up and down, call everybody you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you already know they're giving you a trip to Japan, you're still excited, but it's not that that moment. We're just like, oh, like I can see you, your mouth, you'll make that coma face. Open your mouth real wide. Oh. Yeah. That's what I see doing you, and your heart will probably stop, and you'll probably have a heart attack. No, but if I peeked ahead of time and saw like, oh, there's t- tickets for Japan in here, I would still be surprised. I would never expect that. Yeah, but... Now, it's like you're not waiting for it, though. Yeah, I mean, look, look, I get what you're saying. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that feeling. I'm just saying, like, me personally, like, it, it, it I, can, I can take it or leave it, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I spoil stuff, and I do think, like, wow, like, that would have been, like, awesome if I had just been, if it had just happened, I didn't know about it. But yeah. I still watch, like, I, I look up spoilers for, like, some of these shows that I watch weekly all the time, and I still watch it, and it's still good. That's so I don't know. For me, it's just like even like like I knew Superman was gonna die in Batman versus Superman, but it was still it it, it was it still had some kind of effect on me. Cause it's like because when you read stuff, you can only imagine how it's gonna play out on screen. Like if you just read like oh so and so dies in this episode, 
mm. gets killed by so and so. You don't you don't know how it's gonna happen, how it's gonna be acted out, what kind of music they're gonna play, like the mood. Like that's why that's why people love Goodfellas because it's such a a, a, a well put together movie and the acting is great and the music is great and, and you know so it's 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 that great that you can watch it over and over again even if you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. No, I have a great look. I'm about to make you come over to my side. The spoilers are bad. Are you ready for this? I just thought mm-hmm. about it in my head. Oh, what was that noise? Oh, I don't know. Okay, so you know. So I tagged you in this earlier during the week. The scene in Pokemon where Cash, quote-unquote, dies and Pikachu is, like, trying to save him. Mm-hmm. Now, if you knew Ash was going to live, you wouldn't have started crying as much. Because now, even though I mean, I see that scene, it makes me a little teary-eyed. I will never feel that emotion right when I thought that this, the show was over. I was like, Pokemon's yeah. done. I started crying. I was a kid. It was horrible. I was like, oh my gosh. And all the other little Pokemon looking things, whatever you call them. Pokemons. Mm-hmm. Are they called mm-hmm. Pokemons? Are they called Pokemon? Yeah, Pokemon. Oh, those are all Pokemons? Yeah, they're all Pokemon. <laughs> I thought there was another name for them, like Tar. I don't know. Point is, do you agree? If you would have known Ash, like when you saw that scene, did you feel like this could be it? Nah, because I, I know I know how the story, like, you just know, like, they're not going to kill Ash. Like, that wouldn't happen. Oh, well, I thought it was over. And, and, and that's another thing. Like, a lot of these shows, like, like, I, I don't I don't mind reading spoilers for Dragon Ball because it's Dragon Ball, you know, and the, the, the show that they're running now called Dragon Ball Super, it takes place at the end of, like, okay, just imagine it like this. It takes place at the end of the, of the last season, but before the end of the actual show. So it's, like, in this period, before the story even ends. So, you know, like, so watching it every week, you know, like, nothing bad is really going to happen to these characters because if you watched Dragon Ball Z, you know that they all live uh-huh. to, into their old age. So spoilers, we don't matter because it's like no matter how bad of a pinch they get in, it's just like they have to survive because the story mm-hmm. had to end with them being alive. So okay, I can see that. I, I think I think it just depends on what you're watching. Like scary movies, I don't like spoiling scary movies at all because the fun of watching a scary movie is to be scared and to be creeped out and to like you know be on edge. Like and it's a, it's an experience. Yeah. And if I know all the spoilers of a scary movie going into it, then it's just like. All right, now he's gonna kill her, and then she's gonna actually turn out to be the bad guy. Like it's not scary anymore. So something like that you can't spoil. But something like a fucking action movie, you know, or a superhero movie, it's just like, gee, uh, like what's gonna happen? The superheroes are gonna win, duh. Like, well, there could be a small moment, like, oh, he gets. Well, yeah, like you know, like in, in this this past Spider-Man movie come out, I read there's a part where he's like covered. Don't in, be in, telling. Spoilers. All right, fine. Spoiler alert. In, in this, in this no. Spider-Man movie, spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear it, then fast forward to about like thirty seconds from now. But basically, there's a part where he's like covered like on, under all this debris, like just tons and tons of weight on him, and he like just through sheer willpower and like motivation, like he lifts it off of him, and it's like a very powerful moment, you know. And people say like, yeah, it was well acted and everything like that. 
Uh-huh. That would be cool to go into a scene and not knowing about it. And I would have been like, oh, wow, that was awesome. Like, Spider-Man showed some real resolve there. But knowing about it, it makes me want to see it more because of the way people describe it. Mm. No. I don't agree. <laughs> I want you to just stop looking for spoilers. Can you go one year without looking for spoilers and just enjoying stuff as you sh- as you're supposed to? Uh, no, <laughs> okay. I don't think so. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Like it, it just you do care. Me. It doesn't bother me. That's because you're just you're like a brat. I kind of have to. I have to spoil myself. I mean, because I don't. I don't like to waste my time. Like if I'm playing a game and there's like. You know, and, and, and using a walkthrough, that's that's another thing that can uh, cause spoilers, like using a walkthrough. Like, some people, they just play through the game blindly, and they just get that experience. But some people, they use walk they use spoiler-free walkthroughs, so you're still getting the help, but the walkthrough isn't spoiling anything important. And then there's just fucking walkthroughs that tell you everything about the game. And sometimes I use those because I don't want to miss nothing, you know? I don't want to miss an important cool. item that's or, like, cheating. a... <laughs> Yes, that is. Man, it's it's no shame in using a walkthrough. It's no, not. that's cheating. I used to look down what if on people. Stuck no, I look down on it. people. I look down on people who have to use help to play a game. You're like the person who learned all the cheat codes to make the Mortal Kombat people do all this stuff. You didn't. That's, you didn't figure it out on your not, own. That, okay, fine. Like he can't use a walkthrough for a multiplayer. Like he can't use a walkthrough for Call of Duty. But if it's like a one player game, you don't know. You're supposed to do it yourself. Yeah, but what if you get stuck and you don't know what to do? That's why oh, well. you keep playing it until you figure it out. What are you doing? Yeah, but sometimes you get stuck and you can't figure shit out, so you have to. No, you ha- then you have to take a break and then try again the next day. No, I. Yeah, you want? You're a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. That's what you are. Man, you're not even a gamer. You don't even understand. I am, first of all, I have played. I have played most of Grand Theft Auto games, and I did not use assistance to, like, help me find or know who to You don't need to walk through for Grand Theft Yes, you do, because you have to no, know, you like, don't. yes, you do. When you play the, your one person, you have to meet with these people, like Grand Theft Auto Vice City. You have to complete mm-hmm. these challenges, and... Yeah, and they tell you what to do on the mission objectives page, so you don't need No, to no, but you don't know how to get it, get it done. Or, like, um, Dead Island... You may miss stuff. That's why I beat the game like three times because I missed stuff the first time, the second time, and then the third time. I was like, okay, I've done everything, but I didn't ask for help. I didn't say, how the hell do I get across this bridge? Because I don't see anything here. You're a cheater, cheater, pumpkin either. You're the people I look down on. You'd be over here looking at game codes and all of that. Like, if you push XXX and go to. W-Y-Z. No, I don't use walkthroughs for stuff like that. I use walkthroughs to make sure I don't miss important items or make sure... Um, it's, it's usually just to make sure of stuff because there are things in games in, in a playthrough where if, if you don't find it by a certain point, then you miss the opportunity and you can't get it. Yeah, yeah. and that's on you. That's And I'm you. not about to play all over again just to get a, a special sword. Like, you know, I want to get it when I can get it. No, it's learning experience. No, you know, I call, I'm, look, I just found hypocrisy in myself. Like, I hate watching, like, I'll watch TV reruns, but, you know, that's not my favorite thing to do. Unless it's, like, a really good show, like, Good Times. But, mm-hmm. um, I will replay a game, like, the story mode. I will replay mm-hmm. it doing the exact same stuff, but I do 
But I don't have a problem because I'm like doing stuff in a different way. Yeah. But that's still like a rerun. That's so funny. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I replay games all the time. Like it's some oh, games. Fuck you. You use walkthroughs. You're not, not for every stuff. game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not for every game. Once a cheater, um, always a cheater. <laughs> yeah, you do. You're cheating on the games. It's not cheating. Oh yeah, give me a break. They used to do. You, did you ever buy those magazines? They used to have like the you know like the walkthroughs in them. No, I've bought, I've bought strategy guides though. Yeah. Oh, is that the same thing? A strategy guide is just a guide through the game, and there some of them are spoiler free, and some of them have spoilers. I mean, it's it's like an encyclopedia about everything in the game. Yeah. And sometimes you need that because the game isn't too clear on like what certain items do or stuff like that. So you need a guide or something to tell you, like, yeah, this is what this does. What? You know. Let's see, that's cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. I would no, just figure it out. No, if I didn't know what that weapon does or how to use it, I would test it out, and I may die. But that's why you have the game saved. And, like, now they do auto-save, so you just start That's like out. That's like saying, like, it's cheating to use a study guide for a test. If you made the study guide yourself, then it's not cheating. Yeah, but the teacher gives you a study guide to study for a final. Yeah. But you're saying that you should just you should just figure it out. Like, you shouldn't Yeah, no, it. no. I, I prefer, I no, that's a good example. Because I prefer when the teacher gave you a study guide, but it was, like, fill in the blank. So you still well, have to find you the like, answers. You like, I don't know, you just like making stuff unnecessarily hard. No, that's called the experience. I hate ruining experiences. You are supposed mm-hmm. to figure things out and feel that that anger. You're like, I can't even fucking beat this level. I'm pissed. Or, oh, I should have grabbed that fucking blue diamond two episodes ago on the game. I messed up and now they have to put a blue diamond. So you got to go all the way back running with your guy and hoping that the blue diamond's there or something, you know? Because you, like, needed to get inside the door. I'm thinking of mm-hmm. Dead dead Island. You need, like, keys. And you like, dang, I should have beat up that guy and took his keys. Like, robbed him. Because now I need his keys to get inside this building. But I didn't do it. Now I gotta redo it. It's fun. Whatever. Alright, so we're cool on the... I wanna... Um, so we're cool on the spoilers, right? Because I want to talk about something else that I just discovered this week that makes me so excited. It should make you excited, too. Are you excited? Let me hear your excited voice. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Please tell me what it is. Oh, screw you. You're so Sorry, I had a burp in my chest. Oh, okay. I like that, then. I like the burping excitement. I take back my screw you. Uh, but, um, so I was... Well, how did I come across this? I don't even know how I came across this, but I came across the beer before bread theory. Mm-hmm. And basically what it says is that back in the olden days when we used to hit hyenas in the head to eat their meat and then take their fur to like make a jacket because it was so cold outside and we lived in caves and we like before we were even drawing stuff like you know back in the old and olden days you know you know those old days Coleman mm-hmm. we were using we started um, using agriculture to create beer and through beer civilization started is your mind blown is your, ooh, you're as like, much as I love beer. As much as you love beer. Yes. So basically what it is saying is that humans are social creatures, but we also fear. 
So when we would drink beer, we became, you know, you know how beer can, if you drink enough beer, you could think you can climb a mountain and then you mm-hmm. die, but still you did not have that fear. Well, we didn't have, we lost that fear and we started talking to other people living in other little stone caveman houses. And you know how alcohol makes some people act like retards, i.e. me, and it makes some people be a leader. So that's how we were able to create a leader. And we were drinking beer before bread. Do you really think beer is the reason why we have civilization? No. What? I mean, it, 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 I mean, under that premise, it, it might have played a part in it, but I think the reason that things are the way they are is because uh, <laughs> humanity uh, found, you know, humanity found a way to innovate. You know, somebody made a boat. Somebody decided to start uh, charting maps of places that they had been, and you know, Christopher Columbus. Uh, no, I don't know. It, 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 I feel like there. I mean, there was just a lot of stuff that humanity didn't understand about Mm-mm. themselves and the world. You gotta go further back, though, Coleman. Beer helped us develop language. <laughs> uh, I mean, probably. I mean, I don't know. I mean, think about stuff like that, and it's just you know, who was the first person to come up with like, oh wow, I can drink this and it make me feel weird. And no, they didn't know it would make them feel weird. They just t- they were just drinking stuff. So, you know, back in the caveman days, you had to work for your food. So they yeah, were testing I, new I'm stuff. Saying, but so, at some point, somebody had to drink some form of consume some form of alcohol yeah. to know, like, wow, this makes me feel differently when I drink makes it. And the more I drink it, the more different I feel. And sometimes yeah. it makes me sick. You know, somebody had to like be the first person to get some weed and it burn was, it. It was an and inhale it. Yeah. No, to, to know, like, wow, this stuff makes me feel weird, but I don't get sick, like, when I drink this stuff. Somebody had to find out, you know, meat tastes better when you hold it up to a fire and heat it up and then eat it, you know? Somebody had to discover that, wow, if I sprinkle this fucking seasoning on the meat, you know, these spices, it makes the meat taste even better. Like, I mean... They were all drunk when they happened. Think about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're drunk and you've Drop your meat in the fire, and then you're like, I can't waste this meat. I just killed 10 buffaloes just to get this one piece of meat. So you take it out the fire because you're drunk, and you're like, oh, I'm not scared of fire. Well, they couldn't talk then. They were learning their language. They were making it up because, you know, drunk people make these weird noises. That's how you got ooh, ooh, ooh mm-hmm. from beer. So they grabbed the meat out of the fire because they didn't want to waste it because they killed 10 buffaloes for it. And they ate it, and they were like, oh, my gosh, it tastes so much better. No blood dripping on my face. Mm-hmm. And then they spread it the, the word around because they were drunk. And then that's how they started cooking food. Seasonings, you know, when you're drunk. When you're drunk, you make some of the best food ever. Have Coleman, you know when you're drunk, you make some of the best food. Like, let me, let me just, you know, let me smell the seasoning. Put it on some meat because it smells like it's going to be good. And then you're like, dang, it's good. I never cooked while I was drunk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I have. I'm making some crazy stuff that actually tastes really good. Because <laughs> your fears are gone. 
I don't know. It feels like there's a lot of conjecture. So how do you think? No, no, no. How do you think civilization started then? I can't say how it started. I just. I mean, I'm asking you. What do you think? Okay, so you have the caveman with his yeah. buffalo jacket on. Mm-hmm. He can't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. How did he start talking to people? They had. They came up with a way to communicate that eventually other people adopted, and it just evolved. Like I don't know, conversation just evolved over the years until, you know, it turned into, you know, words. Like, like, if somebody like, put their hand next to a fire and, like, burn their hand a little bit, somebody probably said, hot, you know. So you and then other, somebody else probably put their hand up next to the fire and then he went, ha! And then they kind of, like, look at each other and just, like, oh, you know, ha, ha. Huh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, so like, some if somebody said something one time, and then other people kind of realized, like, okay, this is how we're gonna make it. This is this is what we're gonna use to describe something that hurts and burns when you touch it. It's hot. So you're saying the caveman first spoke English? <laughs> no, they said. Or no, they they probably didn't say hot. They probably had like another word for it, but it was just. What do you know, think the word was? Let's hear you. Just like, ah, oh, you know. <laughs> that doesn't sound like making me feel pain. Ah. <laughs> I don't right. know who who knows how they communicated. Mm. I told you what they did. I think they started drawing first, though. And when you're drunk, you make okay. I've been drunk. Plenty of times. Or maybe it was weed, actually. I think probably... You know what? I, I could go for the fact that it was probably weed that started language. Because, you know, when you're high, when you're really high, you, like, speak gibberish. But your mm-hmm. high friend understands you. Mm-hmm. You're like, ah! <laughs> when you're really high. And when I have, you know, participated in drinking, wink, wink. I am. I've gone to like the Walmart and bought a whole bunch of arts and crafts stuff, and just did arts and crafts. So that's how you start drawing. No, but you don't do any other stuff. Like, what do you do? Like, when you are inebriated, inebriated, what do you do? Talk to people. Okay. So- I mean, I don't. I don't ever like get drunk and just be like, "All right, I'm about to go." <laughs> You know, run a mile or something like that. No. And I don't smoke weed and just, like, go do stuff. I mean, I smoked weed last night and played the PlayStation VR, so that was pretty trippy. But you didn't want to, um, like, draw something, be creative? Like, let your inner wild man out? No, I don't smoke that much weed. So, I mean, <laughs> normally when I smoke weed, it's just because somebody just happens to have some, and you're just like, you want to have some weed, and it's just like, okay. Like, when I was at your house that time... Oh, yeah, Jessica smokes weed. No, I have a job. She has a big 80s afro, right? Right now. Her hair is all poofed out. And she smokes a lot of weed. And she wears leather. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do not participate in the Mary Jane business. I haven't since college. She's trying to protect her. My coworkers listen to this. Co-workers probably smoke weed too. No, they don't. It's always surprising to find out how many, how like 
Some of everybody smokes weed, you know. <laughs> Even people you would never think, like people wouldn't think that I did it, but then yeah. they see me smoking weed and it's like, man, he's really smoking that blood. Mm-hmm. I can't believe Coleman is. When Coleman smokes, he gets conceited. He starts looking in the mirror, he's one of those guys. And making a macho man arm movements. <laughs> no, you do. He did a macho man. I'm a good looking guy. <laughs> I think you said that too. You're like, I'm a good looking guy. <laughs> a lot of people would be happy to have me uh, on their arm, you know. Yeah. That's funny. When you smoke, you get conceited. Yeah. When you drink, you get what? I don't. I don't know. I mean, alcohol doesn't really like some people. Like, oh, I drink and I and I want to fight. I drink and I get horny. I drink and I do this, like cry stuff like that. Like I don't really get like that. I just just be feeling good and just having a good time. Like so, if, if I'm drinking and like we're watching something mm-hmm. and it's funny, then I'm cracking up. If I drink. And we're playing a game, and I'm like, just I'm just enjoying myself. I don't really get a certain way. I just get happy, I guess. I don't know. So you get happy. You don't get angry? You've never been angry drunk? When I was younger. Uh, how do you stop it? Because I'm trying to work on my anger, angry drunk. I'm the, I probably shouldn't consume as much alcohol as I do. But I do sometimes get angry drunk. I don't know. I just feel like you just grow out of it. You know, like you just... You gotta know, you gotta know what your limit is, and you gotta like maintain. Like you can yeah. still drink and have a good time, but you gotta know when to stop and when to slow down, and like don't make an ass of yourself. You know. What's the craziest thing you've done while drunk? Oh, that's sound my Jello shot opening as I say I need to start drinking. Well, I'm eating my liquor now, so it's not a big deal. Uh, I think the craziest thing I've ever done while drunk is driving. <laughs> Because you're not, you're not supposed to do that. Like, it's literally against the law. And there have been at least two times where I was drunk and probably shouldn't have been driving. And I drove all the way. Well, one time I drove from the city back to the suburbs. Another time I drove, like, ten minutes down the street. But yeah, that, that, it, that was crazy. Because it really took, like, all of my concentration just to, like, drive like a normal person. Like, it took everything I had in me. Oh, you're being L7. We oh, you want to hear like a crazy story? Yeah, like, you're talking about the crazy know. I don't know. I threw my phone against the wall and broke it. That's the crazy I punched thing. through some glass. Uh, I passed out in the middle of the street. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like I never really get drunk and fight fight people or get... Um, Do you think you get more whiny? Because people have been telling me I'm turning more of a whiner. No. No? I get emotional. Like, Have you ever cried while drunk? No. What? Who are you? I don't, I don't cry a lot. You're like some superhuman. You like spoilers. You don't cry. You never cry while drunk. No, I haven't cried while I was drunk before. Good. Cause I, I mean, it's nothing. You know, it's nothing to cry about. You know? No. A few times in life that I have cried, like I was like really hurt. So. No, oh, when you're died. drunk, you'll just cry because the butterfly, like, stopped flying towards you. No. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I usually maintain a good head when I'm drunk, you know? Like, I'm if when I'm drunk, I'm just, like, just really happy. Just, like, really, like, giggly, I guess. Like, I just laugh a lot. Have you ever been blackout? 
Oh yeah. You can, and, and you know, this is a time where I wish Stephanie was here because she'll tell you like, oh, he's definitely blacked out before. Trust me. She had to carry me up like two flights of stairs. Stephanie had to carry you up two flights of stairs. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Yeah, Stephanie is pretty tough. But you're still giggling. You're not like angry. Like, are you gonna do like the retarded stuff? Like, oh yeah, I can, I can jump over this house. No. No. If I'm out. If I if I am out drinking, like if I am out in public drinking, then I'm focused on not going too far. So I'm so I'm so I'm like you know when nobody's looking, I'm sneaking like a cup of water just because you got to ride the buzz. So that's what I try to do. I don't just keep drinking. So like when nobody's looking, I'll just go and like all right, let me drink a cup of water just to balance this shit out, and I keep going. And I just try to be a re- remain aware of myself because I don't want to fucking embarrass my friends or make a fool of myself in public. And if I'm at somebody's house, it's usually the same. Uh, <laughs> but if I'm at, if I'm drinking at home, then yeah, I'm a little bit more, you know, I don't want to probably dance more and whatever, like if music playing. But I'm not, I'm not a wild, crazy, drunk. Wow, you make me ashamed of myself. I need to adopt your your methods because I, I just don't know. drink. Like, I remember a time I was at a fucking house party, and it, and it was for like. Uh, a, a friend of mine's, her co-workers or whatever were there. So it was more like a bunch of co-workers hanging out, you know, at somebody's apartment, you know, for a kickback. Uh, and there was this girl there that had like a bottle of vodka. Um, and she was just drinking it straight and she was drinking it like it was water, like just chugging it, you know, talking to people, like just walking around chugging it. And I'm just thinking like, man, like, you know, either she's a beast at drinking or, you know, like she's just doing the most right now. And of course, uh, you know, an hour later she was like, I'm, she was in the bathroom vomiting, you know, and nobody else is looking after her, so I'm taking care of her or whatever. And I'm just thinking, like, you know, you, you fucking uh, 28 years old, you know? Like, you can't just be out here chugging vodka like it's cool. Like, that's something, like, a 19-year-old does. What? Chugging vodka is so much fun. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if you got, like, this big bottle of hard-ass liquor and you're just chugging it like it's water, that's that's not, I mean, to, to each their own, but I just don't think that's cool. Like, because mm-hmm. somebody's going to end up having to take care of you. And, you. and, like, she ruined my buzz. I had to, like, get out of my zone to, like, help her. And I don't even really know her like that. But nobody else <laughs> said the same thing that happened at my housewoman party. Like, it, no offense, you know, if you're hearing this. I mean, because everybody was kind of drunk that night. But everybody was buzzed. They weren't, like, throwing up joint like she was. Like, like April wasn't taking care of her. Her other friends were taking care of her. So I had to, like... Anyway, that's... uh. You know, it's just too much to be doing. So I get what you mean. So, but you're good then. How are you drinking and still taking care of other people? It's like the drunk taking care of the drunk. Because I know how it is to be that drunk and you need somebody to take care of you. Because I have a good friend, you know, and Stephanie. And, it's, you know, some people, they aren't as good friends because they're just like, uh, you know, she's in the bathroom throwing up. And it's just like people have died doing that shit. Like people have... Because I've read a story where somebody, like, was in the bathroom throwing up at a party, and he fell asleep on his back, and he kept throwing up, and he choked on his vomit and died. So, I mean, you oh really got to look after people. So, you know. Stephanie's a good friend. She makes sure you don't drink too much. Well, no, she makes sure you don't die after you have drank so much. Yeah. So, you make sure, uh, 
you make sure they throw it all up and you keep having them drink, you know, water, drink some water, drink some water. And then you just get them to lay down, you know? Yeah. Well, I didn't tell you my craziest thing I've done while I'm drunk. You didn't even ask. You're such a bad friend. Well, you don't like talking about yourself on the show. I, so I, didn't think you I do that. like talking about myself on the show all the time. Uh, Point yeah, is, yeah. so let me tell you the craziest thing I've done. I've done, I've done like 50 million different things that are crazy while drunk because, you know, mama likes to drink. But I think one of the one of the funniest ones is when I was um, younger, and my friend, his feet are so big, he has to get them custom made, and I was drunk, and my friend said, my other friend, she said something in my ear, like, go throw his shoes in the pool. So I literally threw his shoes in the pool, and he started crying. He was like, they're custom made. I can't just buy shoes at any store. My feet are too big. But, you know, now they make the shoes. But I was cracking up on the inside, like, I'm sorry, let's put them in the dryer. <laughs> but, you know. Mm. What's another crazy thing I've done while drunk? Oh, I've done a lot. Some of this stuff is really embarrassing. It's like I have to do, like, a meet in person, meet and greet. For me to share the stories, it's kind of embarrassing. I always embarrass myself when I'm drunk. That's why I need to start drinking more water and less alcohol. But whenever I get drunk, I don't plan on getting drunk. And people just buy me drinks. Like, how do you turn down a drink, Coleman? How do you turn down a drink? So I'm falling for you. Yeah, I mean, that's fine, you know. And people were doing that for me at my uh, you know, 25th birthday party. But I don't know. You just got to... You got to maintain some self-respect and dignity while you're drinking. <gasps> you can't just be out here... Well, I'm I'm sorry, man. I mean, it's just <laughs> you don't you don't want to be that person that nobody is. That everybody's like, oh, you know, you gotta watch that person because they'll they'll get they'll have a little bit too much to drink and be doing the most. Like you don't want to be that person. You want to be the person that's like, oh yeah, like you know, he's cool as hell to drink with. Like he don't be trying to fight people. He don't be whining and like you know he doesn't drink too much and you gotta watch him all night in the bathroom. And Maybe because I hang around different people. Uh-huh. I hang around people that will literally take a bottle of tequila and pour it directly into your mouth. It has to go around the circle. Yeah, I, look, there's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you just have to know your limits. Like, and if you're gonna, cause I don't know. I mean, nothing nothing against you, but like, if if we were out drinking and you just got all whiny, I would like go away. I would just be like, all right, she's in her feelings again. I'm about to go outside and smoke or something. Like, I I, I don't know. It's just. I'm not, like, whining, like, crying. I'm whining, like, oh, I love you so much. Come here, my best friend in the whole world. Why won't you hug me? Like that. Like, I, don't, I don't like to be touched either. Like, <laughs> like get your fucking hands off of me. <laughs> then I would definitely be whining, like, why won't you give me a hug? We're best friends. <laughs> That's drunk, Jessica. That's actually how I sound, too. It's so weird. I can make... I. Maybe because I've had 20 Jello shots now, it's easy to bring up drunk Jessica. You don't like being touched while you're drinking. I mean, most people don't do that. I mean, I just don't. Most people don't touch when they're drinking. <laughs> don't. Just don't. Just don't be all on me. You know, just don't. Ten feet, no pressure. Right? Ten feet, yeah. no pressure. Yeah. You, you like put your, like if someone touches you, what do you do? You like muff them back. Yeah, like, get your fucking hands off of me. Ooh, you curse too? Mm-hmm. That will start a fight with a drunk person. Like, you cursing at me? Are you cursing at me? Hell no. Ooh, no. I don't know. No, I that brings me just... Wait, wait. 
I got into a fight. I wasn't drunk, but I was buzzed. I got into my first real fist fight while buzzed. I rocked that bitch, though. Mm-hmm. I did. I have witnesses. You I'm know, some people, you some people, they say they won the fight because there were no witnesses around. Really, they got their butt beat up. But I was there. Oh, of course I was there. I was in the fight. <laughs> I saw the whole thing. I saw the whole thing from a first-person point of view. <laughs> no, but other people were there. I had to beat her up. Not be- I didn't hit her first. She hit me first, and she pulled my hair, and I thought it was funny. But yeah, I was in my right. Thank God I was in my right enough mind to know she hasn't let go of my hair. A fight is happening right now. That's drunk Jessica's mind pulling my hair and holding me down. And I'm like, oh wait, it hurts my neck. She hasn't let go. Oh, it's fight time. That's literally what went in my head. I remember I was like going through these small steps. It's fight time. I was like, all right, boom, swing to the swing lane lane. You've never been in a fight while drunk. Like, who are you? I guess you're normal. You're like the normal average person. It's me who's messed up. I don't know. I, I, I'm not, and I'm not trying to like, you know, pat myself on the back, but I'm just saying, I've, I'm going by what people have told me. People have told me that, you know, I'm just a really responsible person when I go out. Like, I'm the person that's like, like, I, I'll still go out and have a good time, but I don't have, I just like to keep it on things and not worry about people. You need to go out with me. I will get you drunk. I don't like getting drunk like that. Every time I get drunk like that, I wake up the next day and I regret it. You know, so it's just... Drunkers remorse. Yeah, yeah it's a so real thing. I, I try yeah. to avoid that. Drinkers remorse. Or drunkers. Drinkers remorse. You wake up feeling guilty, and then you think about it later on the day as you sober up. You're like, wait, I wasn't even that bad. The, the best thing for me is just going out and drinking, and I get buzzed. And I just ride the bus for hours and hours, and I go to sleep and wake up, and I feel fine the next day. Like that's oh, the best. That is that does sound good, but I I like to drink. I like to I like to drink because I like the taste. Yeah, I mean the taste is good. I mean, and, and it make when you're out and you're having like a great time, it makes you want to drink more, and that that is dangerous for me because like the more fun that I'm having while I'm drinking. The, the better the eyes and you get in drunk Harvey because I'm just going to be yeah. I'm, I'm going to be having so much fun that I'm not going to be thinking about like oh you know I better just ride the bus and I'll keep drinking and the next thing you know like you just get that feeling of like when you close your eyes and you still feel like the room's spinning and your heart's like beating real fast and it's just like oh boy it's happening and you, <laughs> yeah and then you go to lay down and you can't even sleep because you close your eyes and like the room is just like Oh. Spinning in every direction, you feel like, oh, I'm probably gonna throw up. I think God, I don't really throw up when drinking. Like, I get my stomach, my liver is really, or my kidneys, which everyone dissects, you know, like, it filters out the alcohol. I, I rarely throw up. I'm just an annoying drunk. You throw up, and I could fall asleep anywhere. If I'm drunk, I'll fall asleep standing up, waiting in line to go to the club. You, you're like, it's spinning. To not drink, you are responsible. That's great. So then, if if this was caveman time, you would probably be the leader. Like you would be the president because you're responsible in drinking, and then I would have to be like a servant because I get drunk and I get retarded. You see how alcohol creates civilization? Because like when you are with people, you are like the person who's taking care of them. Like Stephanie yeah. would be probably president. 
But and the thing about that is, like, you, like, I don't, I don't like getting that joint to that point because I know that it makes people mad too. Like, Stephanie's a good friend for taking care of me, but she, she, every, every time that I've gotten blackout drunk around, like, she's been like livid with me, like, the next day, to the point where, like, she probably wouldn't even have shit to say to me for like at least a day or a day and a half. And oh. I don't feel bad. Then oh. one time I got drunk, and her daughter was like, like I was coming in from the. the the back door or something like that and her daughter was right behind me but I didn't see her so like I moved like a little bit too fast and I slammed it to her daughter and she like slid across the kitchen <laughs> Stephanie's like what the fuck are you doing you hit the baby ass. and I'm just like I'm sorry I didn't see you standing there <laughs> the little girl started crying but no she was just like you know like it looked like she had the wind knocked out of her so she couldn't breathe and she was just like <gasps> Took it like a champ. <laughs> Freaking abuse kids. It's okay. Well, no. we talked about a lot of shit today. Aww, we're ending already? Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I was having so much fun. <laughs> well, the good thing about this podcast is that we do a lot of this stuff. So, there'll be more fun to have next time. Okay. So, if people want to find you on the internet, how can they do that? You can find me on Twitter and um, Instagram at Sweet Maui, S-W-E-E-T-M-A-U-I. And then if you want to watch me, like, have fun, and then you want to share videos with me and all this fun stuff, you can find me on Snapchat at just J-E-S-S-5061. And if you do follow me, like, I get random follows, but if you do follow me, like, send me an instant message or whatever you call it on Snapchat to let me know, like, hey, I listen to your podcast, and then I'll make sure to, like, follow you back and watch your snaps, and, like, I comment on snaps. Like, I'm that person who, like, see a snap. Don't you roll your eyes at me. Don't you roll your eyes at me. You were rolling your eyes. You were on Skype. I could see. Anyways, like I was saying, I'm the person who'll see something cool, and then I'll comment on your snap, like, oh, it's so cool. Rolling your eyes again. Okay. Anyways, you can find me on Twitter. I'm Chrono Lucas, April's champion on Snapchat. Our Twitter handle is ISMW underscore the podcast. If you want to email us, we are ISMWshow at gmail.com. Uh, or you can uh, contact us on our website, uh, ISMWpodcast.com. Um, but yeah, that's it. Please email us. We want to hear a question. That's it, that's all. That's it, that's all. That's how we rock. See you guys next time. Bye.